All right, friends, before we jump into another Friday edition of Three Ring Circus, we got to tell you about our friends over at Strava Craft Coffee. Strava Craft Coffee has upped the ante. They said, you know what? Let's throw the good folks down at DNVR a new code, a bigger discount. The code is DNVR25 to save 25% on your first order of Strava Craft Coffee. You got to check this stuff out. It's rich, tasty, CBD-infused coffee with all sorts of different benefits. Um, so if you haven't tried out CBD, a great way to have it is in your coffee. A lot of people say that this coffee doesn't give them the you know, the caffeine jitters that they get from so many other places, but still gives them that boost in the morning. A lot of people say it helps with ailments like aches and pains and headaches and migraines. So there's all sorts of different benefits of trying out Strava Craft Coffee. And like I said, you can save 25% off when you use the code DNVR. 25. So make sure you check out Strava Craft Coffee today. What's up, guys? And welcome into another edition of Three Ring Circus. Happy Friday to you all. Of course, as always, I'm joined by my guys, Zach Stevens and Andrew Mason, who almost look like they're matching shirts today, but uh, not quite. Uh, and we also, of course, have a special guest like we always do on these Fridays. And this this guest uh, might be the most excited of anyone ever to join us. So uh, without further ado, let's bring on our friend, Romy Bean. Romy, look at look at all that excitement. Look at the energy. <laughs> what is up, you guys? I am pumped. I am like, what? I've been waiting for this invite. All my life, it feels like. I mean, I know you've only been around a couple of years, but I've been waiting all my life for this. I really have. Romy, I've been waiting for this type of energy. I love it. Oh, I'm here for it. And you guys, I'm not a morning person, but uh, for you guys, I am. <laughs> That's what We're I tell Zach honored. and Mace every day. <laughs> all right. Before we this is, I call this afternoon. I don't know what you guys are talking uh, yeah, about. Exactly, yeah, exactly. I mean... <laughs> You're you're on the 65 year old schedule, Zach. <laughs> He's gonna hit up Golden Corral for dinner at 4 p.m. Exactly. If you get dinner for happy hour price, what can be better? It's not untrue. <laughs> I'm like, if a, if sleeping was an Olympic sport, you guys, I would definitely get gold every year. Wow, yeah. I would have gotten last place last night if uh, if I was participating in that. Um. All right. Before we jump in, of course, we got to give a shout out to MSU Denver Online, our presenting sponsor of the show, msudenver.edu is where you can scope out all they have to offer. 750 total classes, 45 plus online and hybrid programs. And MSU Denver students work twice as many hours as students attending any other Colorado institution. So make sure you check out msudenver.edu slash online today. All right, Romy. So, of course, the schedule gets released earlier this week, and, you know, we're sitting here, we're trying to break it down, and we're thinking, like, you kind of have to do multiple different breakdowns of this schedule, because what if they have Aaron Rodgers? What if they don't have Aaron Rodgers? What if it's Drew Locke? What if it's Teddy Bridgewater? So, we figured today we would play a game with you called With or Without Aaron. The goal here is very simple. We're going to go through each game. And the, de the decision is, do they win it with Aaron Rodgers? Do they win it without Aaron Rodgers? Okay, I think I'm ready. This is tough. You know, we have like, we print out the schedule in our office and then everyone has to make predictions. We do at the beginning of the year, but we've added a caveat this year. You can change your bet if Aaron mm. Rodgers comes to town. Because uh, 
That's that's the only fair way to do it. And then at the end, of course, guys, we get to sing with or without Aaron all together, kumbaya style. Oh, there's a song. Oh, I did. Yeah. Okay, I was under. You know, with with or without you. Oh, with okay. or without Aaron. <laughs> oh, oh, there. We're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> we'll let Zach take on that that that. <laughs> I'm going back to bed. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> well at least that means it was like peaceful and beautiful if it's putting you to bed yeah that's true that's true all right zach why don't you uh lead us through this all right so romy we're gonna do one game at a time and you're going to tell us whether the broncos win the game with aaron and without aaron it's okay if it's the same answer for both and it's certainly okay if it's a different answer for both so let's start with week one of course broncos starting back-to-back road games what is up with that but they go to new york to play the giants first romy with aaron Rodgers, do they win this game easy easy dub <laughs> easy mm, easy yeah. i agree with that guys do you uh any, any pushback to that you know, um, there are you know, like Saquon Barkley's back in the mix. You would assume for Week One, um, so maybe that makes them a little bit better. But yeah, no, uh, Broncos with Aaron Rodgers. I would say, uh, you know, he pulls like a Peyton Manning Week One, seven touchdowns, uh, lights up the field. Broncos fans are losing their minds. It, it took Peyton a year to get to that point. I know. Though. That's I know. That, that's what Aaron Rodgers is going to do in the 2022 season if he's a bronco in 2021 he's going to open with seven touchdowns next year i but feel like he's I agree. going to be overwhelmed I, I, with like the amount of receivers he has like he's like well green bay never gave me this i have so many options what do i do <laughs> and he just he throws one one touchdown to every receiver romy i like it easy he does it <laughs> okay now what about without aaron Rodgers? And, and we're talking who knows is it drew lock is it teddy bridgewater we don't know I'm still going a dub. I feel like for the first year in a couple of years, Broncos actually have a chance to start out strong, which would be a nice departure from the 0-3 and 0-4 we've had the past two years. So yeah, I'm going with another dub. With all hope not being killed by October, that would be certainly nice for everyone, yes. including us. And so Romy, I mean, when we don't know who the quarterback is going to be, if it's not Aaron Rodgers, what's your take on it right now as we sit here May 14th? Is it going to be Drew? Is it going to be Teddy? When you're doing these predictions without Aaron Rodgers, who do you think it's going to be? You know, I, that, it's, that's interesting. I feel like this is going to be a tough one for Drew because George Payton clearly has a connection with Teddy, right? He clearly likes Teddy. He likes the veteran leadership. But, you know, I think maybe that's exactly what Drew needs to, to light a little bit of fire. I, I think, you know, I want to give Drew the benefit of the doubt that he has improved over the last year, that he's watched his game, that he's learned that. So I'd like to give him the benefit of the doubt and say he he wins it all. So that, that's what I'm going to go with, you know. But I think this is going to be a tough one to win because I think – the front office is maybe a little bit pro Teddy at this point. I was yeah, going to say that makes this a two-two split here because I think it's Drew too, and, and Zach and Mace. You guys are both still on the Teddy train, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, I did. The best thing for the Broncos is that it's Drew. I just think, I mean, Romy, you, you mentioned the the uh, the front office connection. I also think Pat Shermer has that connection, and, and I just think that that's the way that they're going to lean here and, and go with the uh, the the safe option that's not going to take as many chances as Drew. Well, you got the coaches that basically their their seats are warming up right now, and mm-hmm. they they this they need. I think they need to have at minimum a winning season here, and. 
what's going to get them to a winning season is fewer mistakes from the quarterback position. And, and certainly I think we're going to see kind of going forward that what the Broncos are going to focus on as we get in OTAs in camp is in limiting mistakes and preventing those from last year because they feel like that uh, there were winnable games that they let slip because of their own miscues last season. I, yeah. I mean, I, I can't disagree, but I feel like, you know, you want to hope we always talk about the NFL being a merit based league, right? You, I kind of in a, in a, a perfect world, I guess you want to hope that they give Drew the chance to really earn it. You know, I mean, Teddy is definitely the safer bet, but he's just like boring, right? He's, but, he's steady but, Teddy. But it's what you said. He's steady Teddy, right? And that's the thing with the way they're building the defense. You just need a steady Teddy. He's got so many options, which is why I feel like, again, if Drew it does win this, it's going to be impressive for him because that's going to be a feat because I feel like Teddy does have a leg up. Yeah, yeah. I, and, I think and- – the, what's going to happen is you're going to see Drew Locke start the, the season and there's going to be a little bit of a short leash on him that just says, hey, if you don't protect the ball, we've got someone who will. Well, and what I what I like about that, guys, is then this game one is truly the Pat Shermer Bowl because it's Pat Shermer. Yeah. It's his quarterback that he drafted. It's the quarterback that he said he liked in the draft but passed on. It's, of course, the Giants. It's the Broncos. So fun, a lot of storylines there. And then, Romy, week two. So Broncos 1-0 in both situations playing what typically is just a very boring Jaguars team. But this year, a lot of excitement. How does it play out with and without Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I think we should go with and without Tim Tebow on this one, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But I, I'm giving him another dub. Again, I think this is a year they can actually start out strong. Uh, you know, uh, it's going to be exciting to see Trevor Lawrence, Urban Meyer. But it's all going to be very, very fresh for them. I think it's the perfect opportunity to capitalize on, on a lot of newbies over there. Yeah, I think I think that's a great point, and and I think that it, the Broncos are fortunate to be playing this game in Week Two instead mm-hmm. of Week Sixteen, where I think they would still have a chance, to, obviously a chance to beat Jacksonville, but and it would be a little tougher there. So, like you said, capitalize on being fresh, and heck, maybe Tim Tebow's out there dropping passes or something. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right, Rome, Week Three, first home game. Isn't that the first time in like since two thousand three that the Broncos haven't had a home home game until Week Three? I, I believe so. I mean, guys, the entire refle- the schedule is a reflection of how the national perspective looks at the Broncos, right? No Monday night game for the first time in 29 years. I mean, you know, we're all pumped, but it is it is telling. They don't have their home opener until week three, so they got some uh, work to do. Yeah, yeah. And so how do you see this playing out? I mean, another rookie quarterback with and without Aaron Rodgers. Dude, I'm going 3-0. and Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, 3-0. No. Why, at this point, Romy, why even bring in Aaron Rodgers if they're going to be three and zero without him? I, they don't Aaron. They don't need you. <laughs> yeah, this. Is, I mean, it's it, it feels crazy to say the Broncos are going to start three and zero, but you can absolutely make the case for why they would win all three of these games. Um, I like just the realist in me is telling me like you got to pick one that they're going to lose. Just in my head. And I, I don't know which one it is. I'm just saying, like, you know. I mean, like, I don't know. I guess that Jacksonville one could be tricky with, like, the the Florida Heat. The Broncos historically mm-hmm. have not really done that well. They always stink in Miami. So, I, I don't know. That could be something that comes in. Just like when teams come here and play in the altitude, I feel like that could maybe throw a wrench in things. But yep. realistically, they should win all three. 
Yeah, they yeah. they should. I I would I would say that because Ryan, I'm right there with you. I think they're two and one after this stretch without Aaron Rodgers. I think they're three and zero oh with. And I would point to one of the first two games. If Daniel Jones happens to come on the scene and really take a big step up in year three, that could be a tricky one. Uh, or or Jags the Jaguars, but uh, they should not lose to the Jets at home. Yeah, Henry in the comments here saying if they don't start three and zero, oh, the season is lost. I just feel like that's a. Ooh. A bad way to look at things. Well, I mean, <laughs> tough way. I, I wouldn't say it's lost, but uh, at, even at two and one, looking at kind of when I went through it, if if it's Drew Lock or Teddy Bridgewater, it's a narrow path. And uh, and the, the flip side of this is we, we you love that start, but you don't really like that finish unless Kansas City is playing for absolutely nothing at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right. So let's let's get closer to the finish here. Romy, are the Broncos staying undefeated? Are they going four and zero hosting the Baltimore uh, Ravens? Uh no, no. <laughs> you know, with Aaron Rodgers as well. I think either way. I just I, All right, no I'm going, difference. I'm going to. I know this. This feels. I feel weird being like, why are they the same right now? They should not be the same because <laughs> it would clearly be different. But. Yeah, I don't. I think Baltimore is the first big challenge of the year. I mean, this is a team that has been contenders for the the past few years, and you got to assume Lamar's just taking another step up in his game. Uh, I, I feel like this one's the first loss of the season, either way. So, so it's funny. When, it's funny when you look at games like this, it, and when you do the with Aaron schedule, like it's so hard because every time you look at a game on paper, when you have a first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback on your team, you're just like. They should win it. Right. Like you go through 17 games and just be like, yeah, that's 17 and 0. Um, but you do have to find losses somewhere on the schedule. I think if you're going to pick one, this this is one that, you know, is certainly in the running. Oh, they're and coming. Have- they're just not there yet. <laughs> well, and you have to look at the, the opposing quarterback as well because there there's potentially, you know, a future Hall of Famer or two on this schedule that the Broncos have to play. And Lamar Jackson, maybe not Hall of Fame status yet, but an MVP guy. So, I mean, that that's not crazy to say that, you know, one MVP is going to lose to another. So, Romy, I'm right there with you. And also, Peyton Manning started, wasn't it two and three his first year with the Broncos? So, I mean, it's, it's not like it just took one week to get uh, everything going under his belt. Uh, this would be a much better situation start at three and one so Romy maybe the first or probably the toughest home game or road game for the Broncos to date going into Pittsburgh week five man I'm even with Aaron I'm going loss on both sides I think this year especially assuming that the the crowds are full again a lot of stadiums appear to be really trying to get to that full capacity it is so hard to win at Heinz Field I mean there's a lot of questions in Pittsburgh like you know is this Big Ben's last year but uh, the, the AFC North is just formidable every year. And I, yeah, I think this is going to be back to back L's. Wow. Mm. Still no differences. I, I think <laughs> oh, for me at this point with Aaron, they're at least four and one. Yeah. This, this game was where it diverged on my list. This is, this is the first one where I, cause I, this is the, this is the first one where I have them winning with Aaron and not with, uh, Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater. I, feel I think like- it all personally. I think it all comes down to who Ben Roethlisberger is. Is he the declining Ben, or is is he going to find a, a little extra juice here? Because that defense. I mean, Romy, I'm right there with you. Playing in Heinz Field with that defense, that pass rush, that's going to be tough. Well, and I think, and I know this is a little bit of a generic statement, but I find that these Hall of Fame quarterbacks, 
they heat up at the right time, and the right time is not September or October. Look at Tom Brady. Look at the pay- all the time he was with the Patriots. They're terrible in September. And the best quarterbacks know how to pace themselves so they're peaking at the right time. And I feel like we see these guys, Russ Wilson, all these guys in November, December, just turn on the Jets and go insane. And I think that's when we'll really see a difference. Um, again, I, looking at this, I feel like I'm totally wrong. There's no way with and without Aaron it's the same record. But I think that changes towards the end of the season. Well, let's see if it happens right now. Next next game, the Broncos are back at home. Week six, hosting the Raiders. The Raiders with a Ron. This is a dub. Yeah. Without? Without a Ron. A mm, little more uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, I want I want to help the Broncos win one, more than one division game this year. <laughs> Boy, this is a coin flip right here. If you've ever heard what a coin flip sounds like. Usually coin flips don't take this long. Um, You know what? I'm going to go with the dub. I'm keeping it. I'm staying consistent. I'm staying consistent. Again, why even get Aaron Rodgers at this point, guys? Drew Locke is bringing him to the same record. But I love it. Okay, now, a really tough one with or without Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion. You go on the road to Cleveland, short week, Thursday night, playing a team that many people believe can be in the AFC Championship game. Romy, with and without Aaron, what happens? Gosh, see, I, now we're getting in the thick of it. Um, mm. uh, I, I hate Thursday night games. I really do. I, I'm going to say it's a loss. For both ways. Um, yeah. yeah. Same record still. I mean, at this point, <laughs> you know, the you might as well let the Packers hold on to him for half the yeah. season and trade for him then. Right? Like, why, why, why spend the money now, guys? This should make Broncos fans feel real confident. Here's my, here's my caveat. It's not Drew Locke or Teddy that's doing this. It's the defense that's carrying them to this point. And, and I think when caveat. you... And Romy, when you look at all of these wins for that you have for the Broncos so far, I think you can absolutely convince yourself that the defense can hold those teams uh, to, to where the offense can do just enough to win uh, in those games. And you look at the losses, and those are teams with the best offenses. So it's just too much for the defense. You know what it is? And I mean, really, guys, Vic Fangio has everything he needs to be successful on defense. And as long as the guys stay healthy... I mean, there's no reason why this defense shouldn't be an absolute nightmare. You know, you go back to 2015. I'm not saying there will be anywhere near that, but a defense can win games for you, can win, what, in 2015, what? They won, like, almost all their games by, like, seven points or less or something like that. Um, So I just feel like uh, this year the defense has the potential to really do that, to really carry that team. And, And the defenses love doing that. They love being the guys that are like, put it on my bag, let's go. So I'm feeling that. Well, you heard it here, folks. Romy Bean just said the Broncos defense is going to be better than this 2015 defense win a Super Bowl this year. You take that back. You take that back. I would never say that. I'm hanging up right now. (laughs) Oh, that's a baller hat. Baller. All that gold. I know. I got it at the Super Bowl. Wow, big flexing. Flex. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Romy, Broncos come back home and play the Washington football team with or without Aaron Rodgers. I mean, is it just the same no matter what? 
<laughs> I mean, the only thing I have circled on my calendar is that Nikki Javala is coming back to town. Yes. And it's also a Halloween game. I've already reached out to the cheerleader director to ask her if she needs a dinosaur for the halftime <laughs> show. So that's really where my focus is. I have to be honest. I'm not even, might not even pay attention to the game. I'm not one. But uh, this is this next couple run. This is where the Broncos should really bring in a couple wins. Uh, I'm going to give them a dub on both sides. Whoa, I mean, we're we're almost midway through. I feel completely <laughs> like I just am like illegitimizing myself right now as I'm doing this because the records are the same. You gotta go. No. With, you gotta go with what your gut says, right? I know, uh, and I love it. This is this is an exercise to see. I waited till today to do this as well. So, I mean, does does it change here? Dallas on the road. Okay, Dallas on the road. I'm giving him a dub with Aaron for sure. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna. I think on the road and L without without A.A. Ron. There it is. There it there is. is. Week nine. There what did is. I tell you? What did I tell you? <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. the season before you trade for him. Right. And another thing that I like about this game being a dub with Aaron is this is Mike McCarthy versus Aaron Rodgers. And I think Aaron Rodgers dislikes Mike McCarthy more than Mike McCarthy dislikes Aaron Rodgers. So I think uh, I think he would bring a lot of extra something, whereas Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater, they don't have that. And also, I think, you know, he's a really good quarterback. So I totally agree here. I think, I think it's a different outcome depending on the quarterback. And this is another team with Dallas. You get Dak Prescott back in there. It's going to be one of the better offenses in, in football. Certainly, they've got uh, ample skill position guys. And uh, this is where if you if you don't have Aaron Rodgers, this is where your defense could give up 24 points and do its job. But if the offense doesn't have enough punch, uh, you, you end up losing, say, 24, 23 or 28, 24, something like that. This is one of those things, too, where I think, guys, if there's one, I obviously we don't know all the inside details and what's happening, but. It's very clear that Aaron Rodgers holds grudges and does not forgive, right? (laughs) So it goes back to the McCarthy thing. I think anybody who he's played, he'll just want to absolutely demolish. There's that extra pep. And then the whole team wants to win it for him too. Whereas if it's Drew or it's Teddy, it's like, all right, we're just focusing on the dub. There's not that extra juice. Um, And I totally agree with what May said. This could be like a 24-23, a little slip. Yeah, yeah, and so uh, because of this 17-game schedule, there's no really halfway point in the season, so I guess this is it right here with Aaron Rodgers. The Broncos are 6-3. and three. Without Aaron Rodgers, the Broncos are 5-4 and four with one game before the bye week. So, Romy, heading into the bye week, playing Philadelphia at home, what happens? Hey, man, they got to win this one. I mean, yeah. there's there's no excuse. Again, this is this is kind of like the first three games of the season, this week 8, 9, and 10. You got to get at least two or three in there, and, and you don't really have an excuse uh, not to, especially for the two home games. I think this should be a win either way. Yeah, I totally, totally agree with that. And then the Broncos do exactly what you said, even without Aaron Rodgers in week 8, 9, and 10. They win 2 or 3 and the 2 at home. So without Aaron Rodgers, 6 and 4. With Aaron Rodgers, 7 and 3 heading into the bye. I mean, people got to be ecstatic either way, right? Gosh. This sounds so generous when I was talking about the team that went 5 and 11 last year. But but I'm feeling it this morning. I have to say, uh, either side of this – I think that Washington football game is going to be sneaky tough. I don't know if I would quite mark it down as an L, but you know, everyone always wants to talk about building your team from the inside out, and that is exactly what Washington has done. They are nasty in the trenches, um, and I think they're going to like on any given week. I think they could just pose serious problems for teams on both sides of the ball. 
um, in the trenches. And so, uh, you know, I, I don't know if it's going to be that week for the Broncos, but I think a lot of teams are going to maybe get surprised by them. I think so, too. I think Washington could actually be a team that could blow out any team that's not like one of the top four teams in the league if Ryan Fitzpatrick is hot, because then teams are going to be forced to pass to keep up with them, and then you're just going to have Chase Young going off. So, Ryan, I'm right there with you. I think that's probably an L without Aaron Rodgers. With Aaron Rodgers, it should be a dub. But, I mean, winning record going into the bye. So, Romy, Broncos just have a fantastic bye week and get very rejuvenated for their Week 12 game against the Chargers at home. I mean, we're talking Week 12, and this is just their second division game here. You said maybe the Broncos will get more than one division win. Does it come here? Dude, this is one. This one's gonna be a fight to the finish. I mean, talk about like a bloodbath to end the season. Uh, yeah, I think at home they're gonna get the Chargers. I think this is gonna be their second division win. Definitely with Aaron. Um, I like the win in the bye week too. Without Aaron, I'm gonna say yes because I just feel like uh, this is like the the student and the master. Vic Fangio has to know how to outcoach, outperform Brandon Staley, right? I mean, that was one of mm. his little prodigies. Uh, Justin Herbert, I mean, that is, I guess, a little bit, I mean, I'm expecting big things from him, but I'm going to give the Broncos the benefit of the doubt off the bye, and Vic Fangio better just coach his tail off and get the better of, of one of his students. Yeah, so you, you touch on it a little bit, but Justin Herbert, sophomore slump or no? Gosh, you know, the, it's just... I feel like when a when a player's on the Chargers, there's this caveat where it's just like, <laughs> for some reason, no matter what, like they're just something's going to fall apart. They're totally <laughs> going to fall apart. But you know, one thing that uh, I who I can't remember who said this, but they said, you know, first year it's the quarterback's advantage, second year it's the coach's advantage, and I think second year they played Herbert twice. One thing we've seen is even with Mahomes, that has been where Fangio has been very successful game planning. He played Herbert twice already now. So I think they're going to have the edge in terms of how to defend him, you know, and, and if this defense is as strong as it is, I think sophomore slump or not, I think the Broncos will get the better of them at home because of coaching. I love that it. didn't really I love answer it. the question at all because I don't know if he's going to have a sophomore slump. So I avoided the question. I mean, it kind of sounds like it. The, the way I interpreted your answer was he's not going to have a sophomore slump for the season, but when he plays the Broncos, he's going to look more human than uh, well, than like a, a rookie of the year guy. Mm-hmm. That was true last year as well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right, so win for the Broncos again. All right, maybe the most difficult game on the schedule going into Kansas City in December. Romy, can Aaron oh. Rodgers pull off the no. miracle? No, 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 no. I mean, look, I am here for Rodgers and Mahomes twice a year. But if they do end up in the same division, uh, I'm giving Mahomes the edge for the first year, especially how much they've shored up that offensive line. And Mahomes can just, I mean, it's hard because you want to hate him, but he's just so fun to watch. No, in Kansas City, too, you know, I, I think that especially, again, if they're full capacity, I mean, how many times have we heard guys talk about, you can't even hear what's going on at the, in those games. So guys like whoever gets the center position, say it's, uh, if it's Kush or maybe it's Quinn Miners, either way, those guys have no idea what they're about to go into with literally, you can't hear a thing with how loud that crowd is. And they've had a ton of fans last year. So I'm sure they're going to be full capacity that plus December, 
Uh, I mean, it's always freezing there and it's that humid cold. Even though Aaron uh, does do humid cold, I guess, up in Green Bay still. Now, this is, there's nothing uh, the Chiefs want more than to just demolish the Broncos, especially if Aaron Rodgers is there. So yeah. this would be my first, like, I guess, like, hot take of the schedule. I will, I would say the Broncos win this one. Ooh, I like it. Oh, <laughs> send wow. a message with Aaron, of course. Yeah. Um, send a message um, that, you know, uh, order is going to be restored in the AFC West now that Aaron is in Denver. <clears throat> but I think it'll be a great game. I think both of those games will be great games. Um, it'll find a way to get on on prime time, and uh, people will uh, have a, quite the time watching that one. You know, the NFL was really excited because they got a Chiefs-Packers uh, game on the schedule this year. Um, but now, uh, now they're going to get two. Mm. And Romy, here's uh, here's why I agree with you. I don't think the Chiefs have been getting up for Broncos games for the past couple of years. What well, once they've been on, you know, a ten game win streak, I really don't think. And I think that's a reason why some of these games have been close recently. Is the Chiefs just haven't wanted from a coaching standpoint and a player standpoint. Players haven't been as juiced, uh, and then the coaching hasn't wanted to give as many things away to other teams. And I think the Chiefs would absolutely be fired up for this. So I just think in Kansas City, it would just be a little too difficult but Romy I mean did Drew they get Locke up for the Super home? Bowl what did they get up for the Super Bowl the, no they certainly they certainly didn't well their but, tackles uh, didn't but yeah exactly yeah. you know, you know uh, what though what you're saying Zach is like I told okay so I totally agree so uh there's a lovely girl who works sideline uh for Kansas City and this was like a shot to the heart last year we saw her on the sidelines and we're talking to her um, and we were like, oh man, you know, of course, Broncos so fired up for this week. And she was like, honestly, the Chiefs are like, this is a write off game. And it was oh. like, oh, that hurts so bad. But that is really how they've thought about the Broncos the past few years. If Rodgers yeah. is there, this is a whole different ball game, right? Like, then yeah. they really do get up. But I still think they lose either way. Yeah. Yeah, very fair. All right, now this should be a very different story for this next game. At home against the Lions, and no Matthew Stafford, but instead Jared Goff. Oh, poor Jared Goff. Prayers for Jared Goff, the California boy. I don't know how this is going to go. Uh, with Aaron, this is a definite, definite dub. Yeah. With Without Aaron. I don't know. Are they going to be kneecapping the whole team? Like, you know, <laughs> is, is, is Drew Lock getting his third kneecap taken off? Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to say, hmm. I think the Broncos take an L on this one without Aaron. Oh, wow. You know, I know. Hey. It's just the slip up. It's the word like, man, we lost to Kansas City two weeks after the bye. I just feel like I got to make it a little different. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's always games that you don't expect to lose that you That's do. True. So It's true. So without Aaron right now, heading into the final quarter of the season, Broncos seven and six. So, I mean, at least they're, they're probably still in, in the playoff talk, probably not in the division talk right now, but still competitive. And of course, with Aaron, the Broncos are very competitive right now. All right, Romy, what happens? Cincinnati the next week. This maybe not be the Cincinnati team that has been so boring over the past 10 years now with Joe Burrow. You know, they're getting better, but still, I cannot believe they did not take an offensive lineman in the first round. I mean, they saw what happened to poor Joey Burrow last season, and I feel like they have done nothing to really shore up that offensive line. And as we saw in the Super Bowl, it doesn't matter how good you are, 
if your line is trash or if your line is even just not top tier quality, you can't be the quarterback that, you know, we expect you to be, so to speak. And so I, I don't know. I feel like they still have a lot of work to do on the line. And, and I think that the Broncos are going to win this one either way. Mm, love it. Love it. Dubs there. Romy, I, 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 I think I, I agree with you that the Broncos lose one of those two games. I'm just saying that the Broncos lose against Cincinnati because yeah. Joe Burrow just takes them to two heights, new heights. But I think uh, they, they beat the Lions there. So I, I'm on lockstep with you there. I mean, I feel like it probably is flopped, but it's too late now. It's all <laughs> No, I love it. Like Ryan said, you're gonna you're gonna win a game you don't expect, and you're gonna lose a game that you don't expect. So I like that one. And then final three game stretch here, all division, two of three on the road. And let's start with going into Las Vegas the day after Christmas. Is there a late Christmas present here for the Broncos? Also, before I say anything, did you see that they're adding like a nightclub at the end of one of the ends? They're the most Vegas thing ever. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. It's like, can you stay focused? But that's the most no. Vegas thing ever. Um, well, as we've seen with, with the Rockies, when the team isn't worth watching, you got to put something else in there. So you know, we true. have the party deck, they get the party zone or whatever they're yeah. going to call it. And they've been very successful at still bringing in the people. So you're not wrong there. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to say with Aaron. Um, sorry, I'll stop calling him Aaron. Um, oh, we love it. Well, the, the, the Packers, they, they don't have Aaron reporting, but they have Balake. Now they have Bortles. Mm, yes. <laughs> Balake. <laughs> um, you know what? I think John Gruden is going to be so depressed that he did not get Aaron Rodgers, that he's just going to be watching him in tears, not even able to function or game plan. And with Aaron, the Broncos win this one. Mm, but without. Without. Just, they've been so poor in the division. And Sorry, Drew. I, yeah. I, I think they split the series. Yeah, I think that's an L. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Very, very fair there. All right, what about with the Chargers? Is there a splitting of the series here, or do the Broncos sweep in what could be their 10th home game of the season, even though it happens to be taking place in Los Angeles? Let's see. Hmm. 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 So where are we on the other one? Is that eight and seven on one side? And... We're at, uh, with Aaron, we're at 11 and four. Woo! And the other okay. side is eight and seven. Okay. Yeah. So it's a three game difference. So there is a difference. <laughs> <laughs> See, you know, boy, this is a thinker. Two, Another this, coin flip. Two teams fighting for a wild card spot, potentially. You know what? I'm going to go back to what I said. I think the best quarterbacks heat up when it's most important. Mm -hmm. And if week 17, Aaron Rodgers is going to, oh, this is why he was the MVP last season with Aaron. They win this one. They sweep the Chargers. Ooh, love it. 12 and three. I love it. Or 12 and four with Aaron. Uh, can you imagine 12 wins, you guys, after a five, <laughs> no. six? I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do with that. Without, mm, 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 mm. see, part of it is having him winning the other game. I, I just, without Rogers, I can't see a sweep here. Yeah, I, I, I feel like you're right, and I feel like I am underestimating Justin Herbert a, a little bit too, um, in terms of 
of what he's going to do in terms of the progress he's going to make. Mm-hmm. I think Mace is totally right. I don't see a sweep. I'm going to give him an L on the other side. And the other thing is, I mean, obviously Vic knows Brandon Staley, but with Brandon Staley, that defense is going to be substantially better in LA than it was last year. And even in, even in that second game last year gave the Broncos a lot of problems. They did. And, you know, like I, I, I'm, I'm a sucker for offensive line. I think because we've suffered so much the past few seasons, but you know, they, they did well in the draft with, um, they took Rashawn Slater. I think, you know, they're doing the right things to protect Herbert and, the thing with the Chargers is like, can they stay healthy? You, I, I've got to assume that the, they've got to have the best of everything out there now. Um, so this far in the season, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. And yeah, I think this is not a sweep unless Aaron's here. Fair. And entering the last game of the season right now, Aaron Rodgers does provide a big boost. It's a four game difference. Broncos are 12 and four with him, eight and eight without him. Maybe this final game means a ton in both ends. Maybe the Broncos are fighting for that final wild card spot without Aaron. And maybe they're fighting for the number one seed in the AFC with Aaron. So what happens when the chiefs are in Denver? See, now this was like speculation, but I assume the Chiefs to be top of the division, top of the top of the um, top of the AFC at this point. And so I think week 18, they're sitting uh, maybe uh, um, Mahomes for a little bit. The, I'm giving the Broncos the win because I think that the Chiefs will already have clinched a spot. They'll already have won the division. I don't think they'll have a lot to fight for. And so I think this can be a chance where the Broncos, probably with a ton of the line, are playing a ton on the line are playing their hearts out and this game's not a big deal for the chiefs. And as a result, the Broncos get a win over the Chiefs. So you've got the chiefs then going 15 and two or no, because even, yeah. Yeah. So they would be yeah. 15 and one going into this game. Um, or they, they could be 14 and two. But if then, the Broncos are twelve and four going into this, oh, game. the if Broncos are twelve wins, and four. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, right, okay, right. If the Broncos are twelve and four, they are absolutely fifteen and two. The, you know, I honestly feel like the Chiefs. Uh, I last year kind of wanted them to win the Super Bowl because I feel like they're going to scorch the earth this this year. It's mm. actually not great mm. that they lost because mm. because of who, who Mahomes is. I think he's just you know it's going to be coming in like a man on fire every week. But at this point in the season, they've already clinched everything because I just think that they're like, that's the mentality they're going to have. And again, with that offense, there's just no reason for them not to be successful. Now, what if they haven't clinched though in this game? Does that change your pick? Absolutely. Okay. If they haven't clinched. I think it's definitely an L without Aaron. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, with, with Aaron, but with if, yeah, with Aaron, this <laughs> and if they haven't clinched with Aaron, this might be for the AFC West title, right? And th- I mean, this yeah. man, what yeah. a game! What a game! It's also going to be a prime time game if that's the case. Absolutely. <laughs> I think with Aaron, and um, again, I'm gonna say he gets to rely on this great defense as well. I think they sneak out week 18 with Aaron with a dub. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, Love it. Oh, yeah. and then they go into the playoffs with beating the Chiefs. They're going to be on a five-game five win streak, well, having won, what, nine of their last ten? Yeah. I mean, that's the way you want to go. That, that's really Peyton Manning so I went to Peyton in 2012. Manning, yeah. Exactly, yeah. when they started a tiny bit slow, and certainly a uh, three-and-three start with Aaron Rodgers, or four-and-three start with Aaron Rodgers is a little slow, and then they just take off. You know, and I think the difference we got to remember with Peyton, he came here, he hadn't played for a year. We didn't even know if this man could still play. Aaron's coming off an MVP season. So I don't think it takes him a whole season to get adjusted. But I think no matter where you are, no matter how good you are, there is an adjustment process. And that's why I really think Aaron comes in clutch late. I think that's when it makes the difference. He's got that veteran experience. He knows how important those late games are. And there's just this, like I went back to Russell Wilson, they just, they turn on a switch in like November, December. That's not necessarily, you know, in September, they're just kind of, I don't know, figuring everything out. So I feel like with Aaron Rodgers late, that's when you really get into the playoffs and get a good seed and, and, and all of the above, all those things. So, Romy, your your official prediction was that the Broncos actually lose that Week 18 game just because the or no that they, that they win it because the Chiefs have it all locked up. So you're going 13 and four with Aaron Rodgers and without uh, if the Chiefs have it all locked up and the Chiefs aren't playing for anything, you're going nine and eight. So a winning record for the Broncos either way. Either I do. I think honestly, I think nine games. No matter who's the quarterback with this schedule, they should be able to pull off. Uh, you know, and again, all things being equal, everybody stays healthy. Da da da. But I mean, I'm sure you guys have talked about this ad nauseum. But you know, Cortland Sutton, all these guys coming back. You know, last year's Broncos is going to look like a totally, totally different team. I think nine games in a 17 game season is is an easy, easy for them to do, and they should be able to do. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right around where I would be um, here going through this nine and eight, eight and nine. I think that's right. Mm-hmm. You know, probably get to 10. I, I, If they sunk down to seven, I would think something went pretty wrong in terms of the injury luck or whatever it may be. On the other side, I think I would be – we ended, what, 13 and four there? Yep. Mm-hmm. I think I would be a little more bullish on the Broncos, um, having them go 14 and three – Oh my goodness! Maybe even fifteen and two um, oh with goodness. Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I I just think that he's that good. I think they would be that good. Um, you, you add Aaron Rodgers to this team with that defense. I think that's the part you know that is so important. Mm-hmm. It's not just the defense. You know, it's the same defense with or without Aaron Rodgers, but it's not really mm-hmm. because that defense is going to be playing a whole different game. Um, when, you know, Aaron Rodgers is out there scoring touchdowns most of the time that they're out there on the field on offense. So um, I think that you're going to see that defense crank it up. And, yeah, I I would be really, really bullish on the Broncos if they have Aaron Rodgers. I I totally agree. I think – sorry, Zach. I think the thing is, too, like this defense is so not used to playing from – not playing from behind, right? So what kind of a defense do we see? But I just think also with – Vaughn coming back, he, I mean, before he got hurt, he looked like he was about to just have an unbelievable season. For Vic Fangio, for the first time to have Vaughn and Bradley Chubb, I just think he can do ridiculous things. We've been waiting since he came here to see that. And if those two can stay healthy, I think we're going to see that. And I just think it's, it's going to wreak absolute havoc on other quarterbacks. 
Ryan, I'm with you on the 15 and 2, 14 and 3 next year with them mm. once they have oh. a full off season because regardless they're not going to have a full off season a full year. I'm with Romy with uh, with, with exactly where she's at now because I don't like the slow start, but I think that a slow start and putting that in quotes, I mean, they still have a winning record. They, they, they never have a losing record with this team. They're still four and three, but then they take off. I absolutely love that way. And so Romy, good job for not backing down when you were getting all that pushback earlier oh at gosh. the beginning of this season about how they're going to be the same with or without him. Look, it turned out just perfect. But also, this is kind of funny, you know, like everybody blows everything out of proportion. Say this really does happen, and they start essentially the same. Everyone will be like, oh, why do we even get Aaron Rodgers? We didn't need him. Oh, my gosh. Punch your lock, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Pete, I would like to think, though, that people, if, if they get off to a little bit of a clunky start, four and three, that people ha- do not have enough amnesia to where they've forgotten 2012 and how that started two and three. It took people like Absolutely. It took people like six weeks to forget how much they liked Drew Locke in his rookie season. I mean, I, I always go back to, and I will just never forget, that in that Chiefs game in 26, 15, 15? 15. Uh, Peyton Manning was booed off the field. So ever since I saw that happen, that has changed my perspective on how fans think about anything. I think anyone will get booed off the field if you're going to boo Peyton Manning off the field. But again, I I think with what you were saying, Mace, that there is a little more room for people like, that's okay. That's okay. We'll heat up later. No big deal. No big deal. We got Aaron Rodgers. I think you're totally right. I think even if they have the same record through week seven, it's a completely different outlook because everyone's saying, oh, you know, Rodgers is just getting heated up. Oh, he's just getting used to his receivers. There's this, it's a totally different outlook than, ooh, the Broncos are just hanging in there. Can they hang in there with Drew and Teddy? Completely different narratives, even if they have the same record. By the way, booing at home, which was worse? Booing Peyton Manning uh, off the field against Kansas City or booing the team when it had a lead at halftime against Jacksonville in 2013. I mean, the thing about that is, like, the Chiefs game, you know, like, that was actually terrible. Like, but you're also booing, like, an old man. um, Who's giving you so much. Yes, And he also, what record did he set there? He set uh, the yeah, passing set yards record, the yardage right? record, like yeah, early yeah. in the game. Because, but it was like the it was it was a modest gain. And it was like it was in a sea of incompletions, and it just it it everything was so weird about that day. It just, I mean, uh, setting for him to set a significant career record on what was literally his the worst day he had as a pro. Yeah, uh, it's just weird. stunning. But like, if your friend's grandpa goes up to do stand up comedy. <laughs> Uh, and he's terrible. Like you, you're not throwing tomatoes at him. You're just like you're giving him some courtesy laughs and just being mm-hmm. like, "Oh God, that was bad." Behind his back, that's the that's what it on the tomatoes, oh. They were they were throwing tomatoes at Grandpa. I mean, yeah. that whole season too, guys. Like I was just like. Again, I was like, let's get the defense on the field. All right, Peyton, be a game manager. You know, mm-hmm. it was like, what are you expecting him to all of a sudden be fantastic when he's clearly been going downhill all season? But it was just, it was just horrible to see. Like, I just, it like broke a little piece of my soul because I'm like, yeah. Just... <laughs> the like befuddled Peyton face on the sideline is tough to see every time. You're just like, yeah. I don't like seeing him like yeah. this. Man. He's usually so in control of everything, and that day it just 
felt like he lost all control. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that was ugly. That was, but again, even still, as an intern, he's, he's in charge of a guy like that, right? I was gonna say he doesn't hold it against Broncos fans. Thankfully, we're still right? getting great no. content out of Peyton Manning Amen. five years later. <laughs> well, you know, he knows. He knows. This, you know, the fans love him. It was. I mean, that was just crazy. It was just like a crazy thing to see. It's one of those like novelty things that you tell your kids, right? Like, oh, you will not believe what I saw in twenty fifteen. It's it's Denver's version of booing Santa Claus. That's what it is. Yeah. Billy has booing Santa Claus. We have booing Peyton Manning. They're basically like just as mythological. No, seriously, yeah. crazy. Um. Speaking of those two, do you think that Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers have had contact in the last couple weeks? You know, maybe. I know for a fact uh, Aaron Rodgers and John Elway have had contact in the past couple of weeks. I know for a fact they were playing golf together uh, out in California. I know. Um, So I – Yes. So I, I know that um, has happened. So even though that's a tampering or whatever, and like, come on, how else does John Elway woo guys, but on the golf course, I actually have this story corroborated in from two different sides, which is pretty wild. One is from a, someone in, in the golf world who booked the rounds. So it is verified. Um, and then on the other end, by chance, I had a friend whose friends were playing at this club um, that weekend and John and Aaron came up and played poker with them. So wow. I guess it's corroborated on two sides, even though nobody's talking about that. Um, but, you know, it's your out of the football world sources. So I know that has been happening um, at a very posh club in, in California. As oh, far as sure. Peyton, I don't know. You know, I feel like here's the thing with John and Peyton. That's two alphas. One of them is doing the business, right, at this point. So I'm going to say John, John's handling that right now in his – Secret golf ways, doing some work, and we're not um, so secret anymore. We're not. Whoops, <laughs> my bad. Um, so right, not so secret anymore. But yeah, but then on the same token, yeah, I'd probably give Peyton a call. Hey man, what was your experience out there? I'm sure they've, I'm sure they've talked. But you know, Peyton also seems like the guy that's probably, yeah, man, it's great, yeah. you'd love it out here, da da da. But not like, yeah, man, you gotta come here. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. he has loyalty to the Broncos, but I don't think it's to that extent it's a cal stanford detente that they've got i mean aaron Rodgers is mr berkeley's john elway is mr stanford cardinal i mean right. this is right and that's you know. why they probably just both happen to be playing golf one day yeah and you know the guy who was in charge of making the tea time said oh maybe these guys would enjoy playing together no tampering on the course or it's the montagues and the capulets right i mean Romeo and Juliet, you know, others, you know, the rival families, the rival factions. Uh, right. I just hope it turns out a lot better than Romeo and Juliet did. You know, it's, it's like the Spider-Man thing. They get on the course. They're like, oh, you're here. Oh, you're. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to play a little golf? You know, you know, let's. But let's playing test, poker, too. That, there's all sorts of there's all sorts of kind of symbolism there with the two. If the two of them are playing poker. The, right. I know. Mm. That is true. Right. It's just it's one of those things that you're like, hmm, right. Hmm. <laughs> Even though nobody's been talking, right? It's oh. well, technically, they're not talking on uh, any sort of uh, or they've only been talking, I guess, on neutral ground. And hey, maybe they were only talking about golf, guys. Right, exactly. Just ran into each other yeah. at a nice posh club in California. I, how I long find that to be a likelihood. How long are golf rounds? They're, they're at least four hours, right? Four right? hours. Oh, yeah. I find it hard to believe that they no. would be together for four hours. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm not positive on how many rounds Aaron played, but I know John played three. 
Nice. So okay. That's uh, 12 hours of golf. Rogers was part of at least four of those hours. So. How many hours at the poker table? This right? Is- a little bottle of bourbon, or there was a bottle of bourbon in the middle. Romy, you know? I think you what broke some news here, Romy. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Whoops. I've been waiting uh, my whole life to be a newsbreaker. <laughs> we did it. That's um, a pretty good one. Yeah, but I do. I actually do think that Peyton would just give Aaron a call and do the, like, Dude, do you think it's cool being popular in one place? Mm-hmm. Just wait until you are a legend in two different places. Um, you know, come make Denver the ultimate QB haven. Can you imagine the smugness of Broncos fans when they have three of the top ten quarterbacks of all time playing for them? The Broncos will officially be like the place to retire and ride off into the sunset if they get Aaron Rodgers. You know what? This kind of I has had me thinking about lately is is the great Theo Epstein had always said you know what one thing he was terrible at was um, drafting and developing pitchers so what he always did would stack his his pitching rotation with free agents so it's recognizing what you're not good at the Broncos have struggled to draft and develop a quarterback but you know what take that Theo Epstein model if you're not good at that then take it from somebody else. Then do what you got to do to fill the puzzle. You know, it doesn't necessarily matter how you get it done. Sure, it'd be nice to have a homegrown guy from day one. But if you can't do it, there's other ways to get it done. And now we're talking about in the next five years, it's Russell Wilson that's coming in when he's 37. Maybe five years after that, it's Patrick Mahomes coming in. Hey. I mean, who oh, knows hey. how Don't crazy tease this us with get. that one. Don't <laughs> tease us Maybe that, that might be too far. Maybe it's Josh Allen coming home. Mm, to, yes. or coming back to the Rocky Mountain region. and Right? Is Pat yeah. Shermer still there at that point? Is there a reunion? <laughs> uh, something tells me no, but I, honestly, Aaron Rodgers would get Pat Shermer a, a head coaching job somewhere again. So. Mm. And it's Adam Gase all over again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Well, Romy, uh, you you know, you really went out with a bang here. <laughs> Mic drop. We, we love to see it. Right. You know, I try to come in with some interesting little tidbits if I can. Yeah, well. Oh, that mean, was fantastic. We had a blast. Right? And you brought the energy. That's what I've been looking for. Man, you yep. guys are the best. I'm so pumped. Thanks for having me. You're the best, awesome. Romy. And everyone, you know, all of our fellow media people watching this, that's the uh, that's the model on how you come be a guest on Three Ring Circus. <laughs> Just find, hey, I try and be a model for something in life. I... <laughs> yes. Well, you killed this, Romy. Thank you so much for joining us. This was a blast. Thank you, guys. You are the best. I'll see a couple of you maybe this afternoon. Yes, yes. Can't wait. Broncos All right. Him, he can. All right. Have a great Friday, Romy. Romy. All right. Thanks, guys. There she is, well, how, Romy Bean. Wow. That? Dropping John and Aaron. John and Aaron on uh, the course together. I think that's uh, going to be a clip that um, makes its way beyond this uh, show. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. <laughs> it's, it's quite possible. It is quite yeah. possible. Um, all right, guys. Before we move on, I. My, you know, that got me going. I feel like I need to come back to earth a little bit here. Maybe uh, some Breck Celtics uh, can, you know, lower my heart rate a little bit. Um, lemon. So last Friday, I, I, you know, I found out that the, uh, well, last Thursday, I found out that the Lemonade Seltzers were in store. Last Friday, first thing I did after work, went and found some of the Lemonade Celtics, And, oh, man, they are incredible. Uh, you know, nice day out today, sun shining, perfect day to go get some lemonade Celtics, get the grill fired up. 
you know, and uh, hang out with some good company, which, of course, the name of their hard seltzer down there at Breck Brew. Or you can head down to the DNVR bar, Nuggets on tonight, uh, get you a member-sized Breck Brew. We will soon have the good companies uh, in the fridge there at the DNVR bar. So, so many great things from Breckenridge Brewery. If you like the seltzers, if you don't like them, if you want to try the lemonade ones, if you want beer, you want strawberry sky, they're the perfect place to go. And guys, speaking of good company, I've got the perfect place for you to go after you've had some good company. And also, if you want some good company, our friends over at Green Mountain Dental are part of our family over at DNVR. They come to the bar. We go to their family dentist pra- dental practice. And guys, if you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam like a good family member, they'll give you a gift, which is a free Sonicare toothbrush. So if you take care of your teeth over at Green Mountain Dental, not only will you get to talk to extreme Colorado sports fans just like all of us, but you'll also walk away with a free Sonicare toothbrush, which is the absolute best toothbrush that you can have. So just check them out, schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam, and you'll receive a free Sonicare toothbrush. You'll be surrounded by part of our family. You'll get to talk sports and they will treat you like family. So make sure to check them out. Our friends over at Green Mountain Dental. Sorry, guys. Can you guys get the next one of my, uh, my, text messaging here just went just blew up on me and i'm trying to i can't find the next read here you got it there zach (laughs) yeah i gotta tell you guys about joining our family over at dnvr it's an easy one you don't need a read for this guys there's so many benefits for being a member at dnvr not only do you get to support us and leave your comments on this podcast but you get the best damn coverage of all of denver and really colorado sports that you can imagine and guys now is the best time to join with playoffs starting avs kickoff on monday night their playoffs we're gonna have the best coverage nuggets start next week gonna have the best coverage as well and when you sign up for an annual membership might as well do that because you'll get a free dnvr shirt of your choice the most comfy shirts out there and you get to choose it maybe you choose a playoff one and of course we've got all the Aaron Rodgers news coming for you this next month and hopefully these next few years so make sure to sign up and become a member with us over at DNVR yeah my my text sorry guys my text just went and pushed Zach's text with the reads down about six notches so they blown up because of the news that uh just broke on our, po- on our program. uh it, it it would be interesting if they did but no just i had it's a bunch of stuff from my wife about things i ain't do around the house today so. <laughs> Shocker. Mace was yes. a popular man <laughs> all right well it is the- what it is <laughs> Let's move on here into the red zone, and we have our next guest here to join us. It is our guy, Nashville Bronco, hopping into the red zone, going to try and uh, take on the gauntlet here. What's up, dude? How are you guys? Good to see you all. Mm-hmm. Great, Great to see you, man. So pumped that you're jumping on, Joey. Yeah, I'm. Uh, well, I got my. I got to show you guys my secret weapon here. So I was. Mm-hmm. I was studying up. Uh oh. There it is. Oh, hey. <laughs> so. I Thank kid you, you. I, I, I used to. Uh, I tried to read this to my youngest daughter when she would go to sleep <laughs> before bed. Mm-hmm. Um, she did fall asleep, so I don't know if that's. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, Mace. But, oh, well, yeah, I've got it there. To just, I'm going to keep my hand on it, draw okay. some Uh-oh. some inspiration. I, I stand no oh. chance. Yeah, well, we'll we'll see. <laughs> we'll find out. Well, it looks I like appreciate you have some other evidence. cool. St- yeah. It looks like Is you have some a- other cool stuff there on your set. What do we got there? Yeah, yeah what's the it's album just a bunch there? of just some show posters from bands and Ooh. some artists I've played with, and that's actually a. I'm sure all my musician friends are going to give me 
crap about this for positioning the album there. I swear it was there before. <laughs> um, I was fortunate enough to play on a couple gold records a handful of years ago. That's for an artist mm-hmm. named Jeremy Camp, uh, yeah. kind of in the CCM world. And um, so they gave me, well, they didn't give me. My mom bought that for me. And uh, so we hung it up. So yeah, just oh, some cool man. hat show print That's posters awesome. from the Ryman and, and different. I need to get one for Red Rocks, though. But mm. That's we haven't played Red Rocks. That's on my bucket list for sure. Yeah, you gotta come. You gotta come uh, make a, a tour stop in Denver. Oh, it's gonna happen. I'm gonna have to take a couple days off after because I'm gonna plan on spending some time at the DNVR bar for sure. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah, yeah! Absolutely. All right, what a set. That's awesome. Love, love your setup. Well, let's step into the red zone here, and of course, the first round of questions is gonna be from the po- post. Peyton Manning era, so from 2016 onward. And let's start with this one. Good luck, my friend. Yeah. Same to you. Same to you, buddy. All right. The Broncos have an eight-game September losing streak right now. Who was the team they beat the last time they won in September? Oh, boy. This is uh, the Case Keenum year, right, I believe? I guess you don't have to tell me. Um, oh, was it the uh, the Seahawks? Ooh, I like to guess. Close. Close. Was was it? It. it wasn't. Okay, I'm. That was go, the game uh, before it was the Seahawks. Uh, okay. They the, did beat them, but but then they they won one more game in September that year. The Raiders. Correct. Oh, um, Seahawks was good. That was week yeah. one, right? Yeah, yes. I was so hopeful. Yeah. Very, yeah. very close. I mean, with Russ, they beat Russ. Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah, man. that was the. Yeah, that was, and then it went down from downhill from there. I was actually at the game where Keenum overthrew DT. Oh, oh yeah, man. sorry. Yeah, we don't need to talk yeah. about it right now. Just <laughs> bring us all down again. Yeah, not quite Raheem Moore, but uh, a, a I was at there. that game too. Oh, yeah, no. and I literally, oh, no. I have never mm. watched. I've never watched that game again. It, it was no that, that was awful. So he, he, here's here's what we just learned. When uh, when you are at a close <laughs> game, you have to leave before the end. That's true. <laughs> I'll do that. I, I'll I'll do that from now on because it, it it didn't work out well. Yeah. Catch the rest of the game at the bar. That sounds yes. good. Okay. Deal. Yep. <laughs> All right. Second question. In that game against Oakland, the Broncos trailed by two with 18 seconds left. They were on the fringe of field goal range. This Bronco caught a 26-yard pass to set up the game-winning field goal. Who made that catch? Demarius Thomas. Oh, that was uh, aggressive. Yeah. Well, uh, you want... <laughs> this was the first career reception for this Bronco pass catcher. Oh, right after I guess DT, I get that one. <laughs> Certainly wouldn't guess DT if that was the guess. <laughs> so wait, the, the setup was that this was that game. This is who. The, this is the, the the catch that twenty six yard catch set up the game winning field goal, and this guy had never had an NFL reception before this moment. Oh my gosh! Twenty eighteen. That was twenty nineteen. Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Patrick wasn't there going through the receivers in my head. Um, and I can't guess until you guess. So no I pressure. feel like, I feel like, you know, it don't you Zach, are you ready to pounce? No. Okay. No. All right. I, okay. I, let's I, see here. Um, you were, you were on the right track. Yeah. Uh, I was on the right track. 
Mm-hmm. Was it Tim Patrick? Yes! Yeah! <laughs> Timmy Patrick, 26 I yards. I trust myself. Oh, wow, impressive. <laughs> the launch of a very reliable career for Absolutely, Tim Patrick. Absolutely, yeah. Yes. All right. This All right, final one. Third question here. We're going to go back to, we're going to get away from the September stuff. We're going to get to the comeback last year against the Los Angeles Chargers. Who led the Broncos in receiving yards in that game, the 31-30 win for the Broncos over the Chargers? Was it KJ Hamler? No. I'm gonna go uh I'm gonna go Noah Fant. Oh Jerry Judy. No. No. Tim Patrick? Nope. It's Melvin (laughs) Gordon. Nope. Oh, come on. You guys oh, are like, still going back and forth. Keep I the guesses you, coming. It wasn't uh, Philip Lindsay. Was it uh, Was it Albert O? Oh, nope. Oh, my goodness. He only had one catch. Tim Patrick? Nope. We already did that one. Oh, my goodness. Who in the world? Okay, Guys, um, there's only one more option of guys. That would he, he's been day. in the news this week. Yeah. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. <laughs> Deshaun Hamilton. Yes. Oh, yes. My yes. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. I, I saw that. that I, like, look, whoa. I got that X. That's all I wanted. I just wanted to take down Zach. That was <laughs> yep. with the assist. I appreciate you got it. it. 82 yards on four catches right behind him was 73 yards on four catches for Jerry Judy. And then you get to Fant, Melvin Gordon, KJ Hamler, and Albert Okwebunam with one catch for nine yards and Phil with one for three. So KJ had the game winner, but that was, yes. Did he have another reception too? Uh, KJ had, had uh, three catches that day. They were all short. Deshaun had the, uh, had the touchdown that got the Broncos back within three yep. Yep. in the fourth quarter. Kind of basically his last, what will turn out to be his last big moment in orange and blue. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Did we get a, ever get a finale to that news yesterday? Not yet. No. Okay. So He is uh, still on the Broncos as of right now. And, and that's the thing. His name wasn't on the transaction wire yesterday. So it's, you know how we see after the trade deadline in baseball, guys go through waivers, somebody claims, and that leads to a deal. It's almost like the, the uh, this is almost a baseball like deal in August. The way this is functioning. Right. Gotcha. Right. Right. All right, guys. For this next round, these are going to be semi easy questions. So what I need you to do is spit off the answers quick. This is a little speed round here, guys. All right, and you have to wait till the end of the question to start answering. Oh, All right. Den- Denver has been particularly good at identifying undrafted free agents. Name three players Denver signed as undrafted free agents that went on to make at least one Pro Bowl. Chris Harris Jr., Philip Lindsay, 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 Chris Harris uh, Jr., Chris- Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp. No, you guys, uh, you guys got two. Okay, so I got one more that's made a Pro Bowl. You both have Chris and Phil. Shelby Harris? Nope. Is this any time in Broncos history? Yep. Um, No, we'll do uh, John Mobley. Since 2000. Oh, since 2000. Okay. Right. Oh, gosh. Mason's dying. Was I close? John Mobley was – no, he was too early. No, Uh, No, He was a first-round pick. 
don't ah, no, I'm thinking of another I'm thinking don't of... think don't think along those route those lines. Okay. Why am I struggling on this so much? This should be easy. When you find out you're gonna you it's just, gonna be a Eureka moment. Yeah, you I just know. need you just need one more. Hmm. Let me know if you need a hint. I don't want the hint because I have a free guess here. Oh, do ya? So do they have to have made the Pro Bowl since 2000? Yep, yep. They have made the Pro Bowl since 2000. I'll even, here's a tiny little hint. They were both also undrafted free agents after 2000. It wasn't like a before thing. Okay, so they they came into the league after 2000. Correct. Okay. And yes, they made a Pro Bowl after 2000. As yes, well, of then. course. <laughs> oh, God. All right, I'll take the hint. You can okay. get in on this post hint. This okay. Is the, uh... mm-hmm. Okay. So, so the, it's open, open firing range after this. Okay, we're gonna go with uh, it. You have one of these players is also the same position as someone you guys have already guessed that was correct. C.J. Anderson. Boom. Yeah. There okay. you go. I wanted so to say that, goes... and then for some mm-hmm. reason in my head, I was like, was he a seventh round pick? Yeah. I don't know why. Wow. I was and guys, that. there, there's also, uh, there's also Shaq Barrett. Oh, jeez! Yeah, that's why I was blind. I was thinking when I said Mobley, I was yeah, I was thinking similar position. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Zach didn't say with the Bron- made the Pro Bowl with the yeah, Broncos. Yeah, I never would have thought of Shaq. I had CJ Anderson was the first thing that came to my mind, and I just hesitated for some reason. Yeah. Well, next time, no hesitating. No hesitating. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, let's let's go on to. Uh, to this next one and it may be uh it may be a quick one so make sure to be be fast on your feet name the two arizona state quarterbacks to start games at quarterback for the broncos since 2000 brock osweiler yeah, brock osweiler and jake Plummer. boom yep there you go jake Plummer. it is all right Dang, still- you know what i thought Plummer, but i <laughs> Yeah, I'm just the years are blurring together. For some reason, I was thinking he was earlier, but no, because they was yeah. was it 2006 when he led him to the AFC when they lost to the Steelers? Five, yeah. Five, 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 yeah. Gosh. Well, you still get a bonus question uh, with no opponent here to move oh, okay. on to face okay. base. So, Zach, do you want to uh, give your last one there, or is uh, it too I, easy? I I can. Do Do you have a good one? Do you have a tough bonus one? Well, the thing is, if I have to give the okay, all right, I'll go, I'll do it. It's gonna be a a tough one. Oh, hmm. was yours an easy one? <laughs> yes. All right. Well, we'll go with the tough one since you got it. It's to stay alive here. All right. Which AFC West team does the Broncos have the best record against all time? Hmm. This is I like how this isn't that tough. You got 33%. Yeah. yeah. Now wait, does it uh current AFC West? Yeah, that's a good yep. question. Okay, so current. Okay. It's a really got 33% uh, chance here. We're yeah, all pulling and for I you. I can't see it being the Raiders because of all the success the Raiders had. A very, very long time ago, in the 70s. Uh, I'm going to go with the Chargers. That is correct. Yes! Great. Right. 
go. Wow. He moves on. There we go. Gotta gotta play a little San Diego Superchargers with that, right? Both the games were in San Diego. Uh, Good times, good memories. Good stuff. All right. (laughs) We're going to send him on to the final round against Mace. But because I just had to use... uh, All right, Mace, that's enough. Oh come on! It's a great song. I mean, it's it's so if it's, I, it's disco. It's popping. If I if I win or if I get one right, does Mace sign my book? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So since I just had to burn one of my questions, Zach, start them off with your last question. Oh, okay, okay, sure. All right. Let's. Oh man, I don't know where to go with this one. Um. Okay. Ah, oh, Mace will get this one. I can't do this one too. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll go with this one. Be, be quick here, uh, Nashville Bronco. Okay. Which player set the Broncos' rookie record with most receptions in a game with 11? Brandon Marshall? Nope. Eddie Royal? Yep. Oh, it was a good guess. It was a good guess. Reception <laughs> record and Brandon guess. Marshall go together well. <laughs> yep. Oh, all right, all right. It's down 1-0. Um, it only gets tougher from here. <laughs> bring it. Bring Bring on the tough one. <laughs> All right. Who holds the Denver Broncos career record for most punt returns? Most punt returns. Um, Rick Upchurch. That is correct. I was going to, I was, I actually thought Upchurch, but I was going to say Gene Upchurch because I was combining Gene older Mingo. players. And, Gene yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Yeah. You can, you can actually find that answer on page 111 of, of, of that <laughs> oh, book. Perfect. There we go. I'm yeah. sure I, I have no doubt it's in there. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, it was a valiant effort, uh, Joey. We uh, appreciate you coming on, showing off some of your cool uh, memorabilia in the background, and maybe Mace will still sign your book. Yeah, when you come when you come out to Denver, um, or if you or if you come to a Bronco game that I'm at, like just hit me up, and I will act, and I will sign the book. I'll I will. I'll well, put it. I'll write any message you want within reason. That'd be, <laughs> and, That'd be uh, awesome. And, yeah, thanks so yeah. much for having me, guys. I uh, being out here in Nashville, it, it's easy to feel disconnected from mm-hmm. from the Broncos. So I, I I love listening to you guys and oh. being a part of it. And I wanted to give a quick shout. Uh, so two other when the pandemic hit and touring stopped, uh, two of my good uh, buddies were all touring drummers, and we had a lot of time on our hands. So we actually started a, a podcast. And it's okay. called it's called One More Pass. If anybody wants to check it out, One More Pass. It's kind of a play on words for doing a session. One More Pass and football, and we just get together and we tell old tour stories and we talk about sports. And um, it's really really fun. The guys are have great senses of humor. But yeah, check it out. One More Pass. Um, I came up with a segment at the end. I was pretty proud of it. It's called Pod Damn It, where we just kind of. <laughs> go off and, and we vent about whatever's bugging us this week and i don't know if zach's gonna like it but i i had a pretty strong take on tim tebow that oh. whole uh sure I, I, I tend to side with mace a little more on that um, so but yeah but thanks for having me on guys i really appreciate it oh this is a blast we loved having you great thank, thank you very much you guys have a man. good weekend have See a good ya. one man wow he made a great was... acquittal of himself yes. bronco absolutely great performance from him uh very charismatic i would listen to his podcast absolutely yep one more pass check it out 
Uh, we appreciate him, and yeah, he's he's. I'm sure he has some cool stories. Uh, I've chatted with him a little bit in the past, just about you know the, some of the tours that he's been on, and um, he's pretty uh, pretty well renowned drummer in that world. Yeah, I mean, did you see what the the all the stuff he had behind him? That was pretty awesome. <laughs> Maybe one of our more uh, more famous listeners. Yeah, really, seriously. Other than of course Aaron Rodgers. Um, That's true. Yes. All right. Before we go too much further, want to give a shout out to our friends over at Green Mountain Dental Group, where you can get a free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning x-ray exam. So make sure you get over to Green Mountain Dental Group uh, and scope them out today. Also, make sure to check out our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Guys, of course, we have they have all of the Aaron Rodgers bets that you can do. And the Broncos just keep getting better. They're at plus 125 uh, as of earlier today on DraftKings Sportsbook. And, guys, they've also got stuff if you want to cash in this weekend. Make sure to check out what they've got going on for the UFC 262 card. The big names from Nate Diaz to Michael Chandler, they've got it all. And DraftKings is the official betting partner of UFC. So so they're giving you a chance to turn $1 into $100 on this weekend's fights. Here's what you do. Just pick one of the select fighters to win. And if they win, you cash $100. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than by putting your money where your mouth is over at DraftKings Sportsbook. And guys, if MMA isn't for you, we'll get in on the playoff basketball, playoff hockey that's coming up starting in just a couple of days. It's going to be so much fun with those basketball planes. And one thing I love is the daily odds boost you guys got to get those odds boosts as well so make sure to head to the app store now download the top rated DraftKings sportsbook app now and use promo code dnvr when you sign up to turn one dollar into one hundred dollars when you bet on a main card fighter to win place your bet and watch the fists fly that's code dnvr to turn one dollar into one hundred dollars on select main card fighters for a limited time only only at DraftKings sportsbook must be 21 or older colorado only new customers only restrictions apply see draftkings.com sportsbook for details gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 Zach, did you say the Broncos uh, were at plus 125 on the? They were. Oh, okay. They were yesterday. They, it's they, it's changed today. It's uh, it's six to four, or for those of you who don't speak of that language, it's plus 150. Whereas the Packers are now one to two minus 200. Yeah, interesting mm, movement yeah. there. Maybe they haven't listened to Three Ring Circus yet. So get in, get on on that now though, because yeah. it, it's it's if you like that odd, the odds, well now's the time to get on when they're even better. Yeah, yeah, it'll be really interesting to follow this uh, as you know we get closer to June first. Right now, I mean, nothing's gonna happen, so we're just in like a weird purgatory as it relates to news on there. Some things will flare up, maybe they'll go away, they'll come back, and then really the last week of May is where we we might have a decent idea of what this is gonna look like. And it's of course, obviously, the odds reflect uh, where the where the gambling where the gambling is going, where the action is, and I think the action was probably a reaction to, to the John Kuhn quotes from earlier this week when he was talking, you know, saying, "Hey, I'm talking with Aaron Rodgers, and it seems like they yeah. can that there's that they that they can have some reconciliation here." So, again, it's it's just reacting to the drip, drip, drip. But we kind of knew that after the initial burst, there was gonna it was gonna kind of go on ice for a little bit, and then I expect probably it'll it'll heat back up as we get closer to Memorial day and closer to the end of the month. I'm going to so, feel yeah. very um, used and abused. If Aaron Rodgers signs like a five year, 
150 million dollar fully guaranteed contract in green bay oh man wouldn't that just feel like that big time that he just played us yeah yeah <laughs> he may want he may not want to spend as much time in boulder as he would have otherwise if uh <laughs> if that's how if that's how it works out but maybe he would want to spend time in boulder or colorado in general because of uh there are certain things that are legal here that aren't legal in wisconsin and that's where our friends over at Solace Meds come in. They're a new partner, <laughs> and they're a premier dispensary with great deals and four convenient Colorado locations. They're in Fort Collins, Wheat Ridge, Off-Broadway, and then on East Colfax, just blocks away from the DNVR bar. They've, let me tell you about some of those great deals they've got. they got 20% off all glacier concentrates, 20% off mile-high extractions, 20% off CBN gummies, two for 25 bucks on Koala and Solace 100-milligram bars. 15% off any three grams of connoisseur concentrates and buy three, get one free for the entire store. And all of these deals you can get and beyond that, get another 20% off when you use that magical code DNVR20 at checkout. Solace Meds will make your cannabis shopping experience a delight. You go to their website, which is solacemeds.com, view their menu, place your order, and then go pick it up at your convenience at any one of those four locations and of course like i said when you make that purchase use that code dmvr20 and save 20 percent off it's the best way to support dmvr of course by supporting our partners so remember go to solacemeds.com solacemeds.com use that code dmvr20 and get 20 percent off and when you go on over there let us know and tag us and, and tell us about the experience you had over with solace meds at solacemeds.com all right, guys. I am pumped for this next draft, guys. What do we have, Zach? Why don't you tell the people? Well, we've got the great Broncos schedule draft here, guys. So what we're doing is we're picking games on the Broncos schedule. You, you can include, uh, whether it's home or away, that needs to be included in here because that plays into uh, how easy a game is. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to build the easiest schedule for the Broncos. So pick the most winnable games for the Broncos. And guys, it's going to get tough in the end because there are some tough mm -hmm. games on this schedule. So let's get into it. Do you, does that make sense for you guys? Yes, yes, it does. I feel like I have pick one. I've got I, I I've got two because I had I had three last week. All right, give me pick three. All right, here we go. Ryan, what's the easiest game on the Broncos schedule? Yeah, I think this one is pretty obvious. I'm just skim skimming over it one last time to make sure I'm not missing anything. But yeah. This one to me is pretty easy. It's week three, home to the New York Jets. Um, not worried about Zach Wilson. Uh, and I think that you're getting the worst team here in the in the best circumstances in terms of early game at mile high, the season opener. Uh, the Broncos are dominant uh, in that in that regard there. So uh, to me, this is this is the one you get. You get Wilson early before he has a chance to kind of adjust, and uh, you get yourself an easy win. Interesting, interesting. Okay, okay, Mace, are you? How are you following that up? You know what? Uh, I actually was going to go with another choice because even though you have a young quarterback, and by then uh, you've got two games of film on that guy, and that of course is Zach Wilson with the Jets. Uh, I think uh, the Jets are going to be a a little bit of a feisty team. And I think uh, the, the change in coach from 
Adam Gase to Robert Sala and the change in offensive philosophy is really going to help them out. And they're going to steal some games, maybe not early, but that might be a tougher game than expected. The free space on the board for me is Philadelphia. Yeah, Philadelphia is awful. If they, they are the hot dog water of the NFL. I, I actually I disagree. Oh, of wow. course you do. Well, you, because I... yeah, you have some, you have a Philadelphia person in your house. The Eagles are dysfunctional. The Eagles, uh, I, I don't, I don't think Jalen Hurts is the guy. Joe Flacco, we know is isn't the guy. And if it's Joe Flacco coming into Denver, you know the fans, they're going to be riled up whenever they're there for a game. But the fans are going to be out for blood if Joe Flacco is is the starter. That I think is. I look Why at the Broncos. Why would Joe Flacco be the starter though? Because Jalen Hurts maybe isn't the guy. Jalen Hurts has gotten hurt. Uh, Pardon the pun, no pun intended. Yeah, I, I, I think the Broncos absolutely massacre the Eagles when this game happens. Interesting. Yeah, they, I, they I think that Jalen Hurts is better than people uh, is going to do better than people expect. Interesting. Like, hey, I'm all about that. Go Jalen Hurts. But guys, I would probably have gone with the Eagles as well here. And what this boils down to me is. The Jets may be a worse team as an entire team, but I like the way they're trending more than the Eagles. And also, it comes down to quarterback, guys. And I like Zach Wilson over Jalen Hurts and Joe Flacco. The Broncos, let let me get this clear. The Broncos should win both of these games, absolutely. These are both two good picks. And I'm going to go with uh, another game that that I think uh, is another good pick for my first pick. And I'm going to go another home game. And it is the Detroit Lions, guys. I think the Lions are, uh, it's weird to say that they are totally rebuilding when they don't have a young quarterback, which I just think makes it even more awkward for them. But I'm going with Detroit. Do you guys, do you guys okay with that pick? Is that a solid pick? Yeah, that's what I would have gone with there. Okay, okay. Now, next one. We're getting our first road game here, guys. And there's kind of a toss-up on these two road games for me. But I'm going with the one that I think the fans will like. And it's the first one. Week one, Giants. Broncos should get this game. Uh, I don't like that it's on the road. But if you have to choose a road game, it's week one when you're not Mm -hmm. playing a game the week before or anything. You get two weeks after that last preseason game. So it shouldn't be too bad. Vic Fangio can handle this however he wants. And Vic Fangio should feast off Daniel Jones and Mr. Turnover. What is interesting is that Giants fans view that game the same way Broncos fans view it. That of course Giant, they're, they're looking yeah, and saying, yeah. "Oh, we we got this." It's a, and, and all and given kind of what you got with the teams, assuming there's no Aaron Rodgers, and that is Drew Lock, Daniel Jones. They're trying to prove themselves in their third year. Both teams have huge players coming back from significant injuries. Of course, Cortland Sutton and Von Miller, and for the Giants, the the the, the Pistons that make that engine go all belong to Saquon Barkley, and he's coming back from injury. So it's almost like that uh, Spider-Man, the the dual Spider-Mans, where they're pointing at each other. That's Mm -hmm. what this game feels like to me in week one. Yeah, Yeah, I do do also think, though, that they're going to maybe not ride Saquon Barkley the way they would have in the past. I think they're going to want to make sure they have him for a few games this season. That's a good point. And really quick, higher learnings in the comment section saying, why aren't you guys putting Houston here? Well, the reason is because the Broncos don't play Houston uh, or else, yeah, Houston would be up there. So this is just games that the Broncos play this year. Yeah. So it it would be nice to play Houston, but uh, alas, they they, they don't. And um, 
We'll get we'll get to the AFC South opponent that the Broncos have in a little bit, but that's not my pick here. Uh, my pick is uh, it is going to be Cincinnati in December as uh, the next one up, and uh, it's just the, the the Bengals are intriguing, and uh, certainly with Joe Burrow, if he builds off of last year, uh, they're on their way. But uh, it I I don't see they're going to be able to protect him much better than they did last year. I mean, with all, Jamar Chase. Perfectly logical pick. I would have gone with Panay Sewell. I would have tried to protect the asset rather than bring in uh, the receiver, even though Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase have wonderful on-field chemistry together. And uh, I think there's a decent shot that if the line struggles again, that maybe Joe Burrow was hurt once again this year. And, uh, of course, that game is in December. And uh, is is the Bengals quarterback, backup quarterback, still Brandon Allen, fellas? (laughs) I do not know. I'm not not quite sure. I mean, (laughs) let's see here. I'm going to go. I'm I'm just looking at their depth chart really quick. Mace is just counting on all of his teams that he's picking to be playing their backup quarterbacks. I know. Yeah. (laughs) You got, you got Brandon Allen as the backup. They've also got Kyle Shermer. So, uh, yes, a little bit. It's let's just say, uh, if Joe Burrow goes down, um, it's going to be, it's going to be ugly for the Bengals when they come to Denver, no matter who the Broncos quarterback is. I would agree. All right. Um, So I've got back-to-back picks here. um, And I'll start with one that I really think, I think this one is easier than it just looks when you, when you look Mm -hmm. at it. Um, And this is at Jacksonville in week two. I just don't think that team's going to be meshed and ready to go. Um, quite that early you know I I think that Trevor Lawrence is going to go on to have a great NFL career but I don't think it's going to I don't think it's going to get off to a seamless start for them Uh, especially with Urban Meyer trying to figure out how to coach in the NFL again there's a lot of you know hurdles that I think they have to clear before that team's going to be ready to go and I think they actually get off to a really slow start uh, including a loss to the Broncos and the next one I will take home against the Raiders Ooh. home yeah. against the Raiders, mm-hmm. um, you know, in week six, there's, I just think that, uh, that that's one of the more winnable games on the schedule for the Broncos is one that they kind of need to get. Yeah. I, uh, I like those two and guys, I think after those two picks, uh, it falls off a cliff in terms of easy games. And, and yeah. I don't think home against the Raiders is necessarily an easy game, but I think it's much easier than the rest of the game. So now, Ryan, I like Real where you quick, sit uh, with having th- it, I was just going to say, Kale, it's LVR is their, uh, their shortening. Or just the LV. Or just or LV. LV. Um, but yeah, guys, I think it just falls off a cliff. So Ryan, I think you're in a good spot sitting with three games where Mace and I only have two games in the very easy category here. Yeah. Um, but for this <clears throat> next one, guys, I have to look. Wait, at- it's my, I, I have to pick Zach. Oh, you go- no? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Right. Okay. Nice try, Zach. Nice try. <laughs> uh, I tried. Who's yeah. backup quarterback are we seeing this week? Yes. Yeah, well, it's not so much the backup, um, but the, the starter here is uh, prone to some mistakes, and uh, it's also a home game. So going with Washington, even though I, I agree with what you said earlier, RK, this could be a sneaky tough game, especially based on what Washington's pass rush can bring. But it's a it's a game at home. The Broncos are going to have 10 days to get ready for it coming off a of Thursday night football. Uh, it's, I think it's one that I like a little bit better than, for example, 
at Dallas. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's uh, that's definitely the pick there, Mason. Man, I Sorry, really Zach. don't. I really don't like <laughs> these games from now on. But I'm gonna go Raiders on the road, guys. To me, this all now boils down to. Uh, to quarterbacks and really the rest of these quarterbacks are all pretty tough. I think Derek Carr is the worst of all of the remaining quarterbacks. So I'm going to go at Raiders for this one. And now I don't look at the schedule and say there's a good quarterback to play. But now it all absolutely stinks. You're choosing between Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, uh, Dak Prescott, the Ravens with Lamar Jackson, Ben Roethlisberger, Baker Mayfield. This is just an absolute nightmare. So I guess I don't want to pick the Chargers just because of what what Justin Herbert could be. So I'm going to go Cowboys on the road here. Don't love it, but yeah. it's now we're picking between a bunch of bad bad choices. Yeah, I, I don't. I agree with you, Zach. I don't love any options here as well. Um, oh, I hate that I have three road games. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, uh, and, and I've been thinking home game, road game here. But you kind of mentioned the quarterbacks. And um, Ben Roethlisberger, if, if he has hit a wall, this is the one where you say maybe it's, maybe it's a game the Broncos could steal at Pittsburgh. This is actually where, guys, my Aaron Rodgers versus incumbent quarterbacks form. This is where the road forked for me. I have the Broncos winning this game if Aaron Rodgers is is in orange and blue, losing it. But remember, last year, with Jeff Driscoll, had a chance to win at the end. Now, there were no fans in the stands. It's going to be obviously be a lot different at Heinz Field this year. But um, if Pittsburgh's end-of-season form from last year carries over to this year, maybe this is a game the Broncos steal. Maybe. Hmm. Interesting. So I think I'm going to go a little out of the box here. So first, first pick here. Uh, I, I don't know if people will actually notice this when they vote on this on Twitter, but all of you who are watching can remember this. This game comes directly after the buy, which is something I love about it. Uh, and so I'm going to take uh, against the Chargers at home in week 12 here uh, for this pick. And then to wrap up, right, I have two in a row to finish here. Yep. Yeah. I'll take another home game against the Chargers. Give me at Los Angeles Chargers. Um, so I, I only end up with one away game here, uh, and that is uh, at Jacksonville. I The Broncos are 3-1 uh, and one the last two years mm-hmm. against the Chargers. Uh, I'm not scared of them. So what we've got left now is Baltimore, Cleveland, Kansas City, Kansas City. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, it's a home game. Maybe you get lucky. Maybe you inter- maybe you manage to intercept Lamar Jackson once. I'll I'll take Baltimore. Okay. Wow. It's the best bad option here. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you I don't have a choice here. Kale, yeah. I'm gonna either shoot myself in the foot because oh man, guys, do I go week eighteen? Chiefs at home with the biggest part being week 18 or do I just feel stupid putting Chiefs on my schedule at all guys the key I can't put the Chiefs 
I just I can't put the Chiefs on here, so I'm gonna have to go at Browns just because anyone sees at or Chiefs and they're gonna freak out. So yeah. uh, mm-hmm. at Browns, I hate it. Four but... away games. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's tough. It is. It's tough when they. Uh, it's tough when uh, you have the third pick in this one. That was a really tough draw. <laughs> yeah, you got a really tough draw, uh, and I think me with the uh, first pick got a pretty darn good draw. Yeah, I would yeah. think so as well. Guys, I'm going to get obliterated in this one. But that <laughs> reminds me, we need to put the cereal one up from last week because I'm going to win that one. Are you uh, yeah. sure? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I'm I, winning that one. For I, sure. Come on. I've, been, I've got some popular picks there. I've got some I've got some sugar bombs all the way through my draft. Was that, was that one ever uh, – did we ever get the graphic on that one? No, never got up. Hopefully, Kale still has it. Yes, I uh, sure have to remake that, that one because oh, I no. but I'll do that this afternoon. Oh, no. Um, Kale, someone in the comments is freaking out that the verses <laughs> in my home game against the Chargers doesn't have the period. It's the only one that doesn't have it. So, you know, just to help our guy Mike's day uh, go on its merry way, we'll throw a period in there for him. <laughs> yeah, Mike. Mike edits stuff, so my, I know that. Uh, is Mike is very keen to have this sort of thing right. <laughs> it makes sense. Now I, I I was debating back and forth whether to just leave it and and just you know uh, be a villain, but I, I'm feeling nice. You're not a rebel. No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not. All right. Well, uh, 90 minutes later, I think that wraps up another edition of Three Ring Circus for us. Before we get out of here, I want to tell you guys about our friends at the Colorado XOs. What they're doing is really, really cool. It's really worth checking out. Uh, They're taking athletes from different sports all around the country and saying, hey, uh, why don't you guys come and play rugby? I know, you know, it didn't quite work out for you in the NFL or the MLB or the MLS. Um, but why don't you come try out rugby? You're a great athlete who's made it very far in your life. And maybe if you get these skills down, you can make the USA rugby team. They've made a whole team out of these guys. It's the Colorado XOs. And we actually cover them uh, on our rugby podcast, the DNVR rugby podcast, which you can check out anywhere you listen to podcasts. It's a good listen from our friend Colton Strickler. So check them out. There you go. The Colorado XOs. But again, for us on Three Ring Circus, that is going to wrap it up. I hope you guys have a fantastic Friday. And uh, we'll talk to you on Monday. She shot me Mona Lisa's eyes in the morning. Without a smile, she asked me, where were you last night? I told her I returned as soon as I was able. She poured some sugar in her oatmeal, shook her head and cried. Yeah.
again on memories that we left behind. 